Welcome back to Forgotten Heroes, everybody. My name is Chris. I am here with my good friend, Zach, who has all the know-how about all the DC and Marvel. How are we doing today, Zach? I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? I am tired, but I am good, and I am excited to learn this episode, because we're <laughs> talking about a character that I'm familiar with, a character who has had a bit of a renaissance lately, um, a character who I deeply regret not knowing as much as I do about her. So I'm I'm really excited to talk about Wonder Woman today. Yes, Wonder Woman, we are closing off the Trinity of DC. Up next on our Trinity list will probably be the Trinity of Marvel. You should probably do that. Mm. And I think, well, once we do some more research, I think we might expand into more, into more than just Marvel and DC. We'll see about that. So yes, Wonder Woman, another OG of DC. One of the first female superheroes that wasn't really, well, her beginning has a bit of, her origin, her real life, her real world origin has, it's a bit of a controversial, but yeah. mostly for the time, back mm. then. Yeah. So, I, Chris, I think you know what I'm talking about, right? I do, yeah. It, it, it's nice to see that her character has evolved. You know, there's still aspects, especially in... Uh, movie representations and things of that nature that people still sort of take issue with, but based on how she started, I think it's fair to say that she's come a long way as a character. You're right. So before we fully get into what we're talking, what we're talking about briefly about her real world origin, we are talking about comic books. There will be multiple universes in play for DC. If you were listening to our Batman episode. And our flat and a little bit of our flash, there are 52 positive Earths, but there's a technically an infinite negative Earths that we will get into some of them that actually don't have a designation, unfortunately. But I will make sure to refer to them from the storyline that they appear in. Mm -hmm. And actually, and she had a pretty big piece with the end of the of a recent event that now led into the future of DC. Yes, it's a little bit of spoiler territory. Maybe we get into it, maybe we won't. But yes, her real-world origin, if I remember correctly, her I don't remember her creator's name. Oh, boy. Off the top of my head, I can't think of it either. Uh, I think it was William Moulton Marston? William Marston, I believe. Uh, it could have you know what yeah i think it is it sort of, it falls into sort of the whole like that trinity that's the thing when you're creating a character it's kind of difficult just because oh, there's somebody else involved because a lot of people are created by like usually one or two artists or writers so i think you got marston correct but there was another one oh, he reminded me of somebody i remember to put this in place oh yeah hg peter that's his name i remembered that because i associate him with H.G. Wells, who's one of my favorite writers. So H.G. Peter helped Molson with it. Molson, excuse me. Um, Marston. Molten Marston. There we go. I keep right. saying that wrong. But um, it's okay. Peter, Peter was less credited for it um, than what Marston was. But yeah, those are sort of the OG creators. Right. Marston, I believe, with his wife and their life partner, because they were in a polyamorous relationship, it was the three of them created Wonder Woman and her early weakness was being tied up by a man. And the hidden reason for that was 
to try it for them to try and make BDSM, you know, not be so weird. Yeah. Now, when you think about it, the worst thing you can think of really is Fifty Shades of Grey, which I've been told by many people is not a good representation. I don't know. I cannot confirm. (laughs) But back then, I get BDSM was a very bad thing. So they're trying to be like, it's it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But they quickly, you know, got rid of her that being her weakness. So Wonder so we're gonna start off with the OG, the one we just talked about. Wonder Woman, Diana Prince, Princess of the Amazons. Her more current origin is she's the daughter of Queen Hippolyta mm-hmm. and Zeus. So that makes her a demigod. Also kind of a god, because she also at one point became the goddess of war mm-hmm. after overthrowing Ares. But so you know some of her feats she can she can block p of like billions of pieces of a broken god going at fat at near light faster than light speed and she can deflect them off with her bracers like but she she's as you know strong as Zeus powerful as Zeus her bracers actually control her power so she doesn't you know accidentally just kill off a bunch of stuff yeah Sort of serve, serve as the somewhat effective shackles. And when, when you're talking about Wonder Woman, um, sort of the best representation with plot armor within her is um, usually argled, uh, argued to be either the braces or the lasso themselves, uh, which is kind of funny because she went from being tied up to tying people up and forcing the truth out of them. So yeah. there's a little bit of irony there. But yeah, those are those are the best representations you see for just her being crazy powerful right there and those are things that she receives so yeah that's why it's very easy to sort of write that off as plot armor but it is integral to sort of her character and everything within that yeah and you know she actually has a brother named jason but he wasn't raised on on the island because it was for women and he was you know not he was a man so they kicked him out basically and then apparently and this is in Rebirth. They hit, they changed it so that every time that she, re- even in New Fifty Two, that she remembers going to Themyscira, that's not true. She was yeah. going to like, she was not going to Themyscira. She was going somewhere else. So she's like, I don't. Basically, she was kind of remembering multiple origins, and she's like, which of these is true? I don't remember anymore. Which kind of leads into what recently happened in DC's. Dark Knight's Death Metal. I apologize for these names. They're ridiculously long and silly sometimes. Yeah, but it's it's unfortunately we need to hit all of them that way we can get specific and let you guys know where you want to you know, where you want to do research if you want to look up more into Wonder Woman's character. So, right. Specificity I mean, is a little bit annoying, but it is in a way um <clears throat> required. Yeah. She Exactly. It's required. You don't obviously have to, even then, like, after listening to this, you don't, like, even if we spoil the ending of an event, okay, well, now you know what happened, you can now continue on afterwards. You don't have to, if you want to go back and read it, by all means, please. I, it's a very enjoyable story. It'd be a little bit confusing, but... <laughs> yeah. Well, at least... the comic not... books. Yeah. What was that, Chris? I said at least she's not the Flash. That's... that's <sighs> Headache completely in itself. That's one of the cool things about Diana is that um, her character is tried and true. It's battle tested and well, kind of. 
the, the, more often than not, it's easier to understand her plot lines just because she comes from a familiar origin, an origin that's not familiar, not unfamiliar to the readers, and is something that is used throughout both the Marvel and the DC canon. So it's it, it very much helps you when you digest her character. Well, you say that. Did you realize? Did you like? So she was also the leader of the newer newest incarnation of Justice League Dark, which is the more magical side of the of you know the DC Comics. So she yeah. was working alongside Swamp Thing and Zatanna. Mm-hmm. For some reason, Man Bat. I'm not sure why he was on the the magic team, but sure. And like Detective Chimp and Doctor Fate. But she was also marked by Hecate the goddess of the dark goddess of magic to be like a host for her. And she almost kind of was. And obviously, I mean, obviously she fought back Yeah. But recently in death metal, Chris, we don't also have to continue. If you want to know the ending of death metal. Oh no, please go. For, I'm, I'm still going to read it either way. I'm not fully through death metal. I'm fully enjoying it. Um, and honestly, I'm, at the end of the day, I'm kind of here to learn about Wonder Woman because I don't know too much about her. But I'm kind of kind of letting you take the lead here, and I will happily listen because Death Metal. If you guys haven't read it, I'm only a few issues in. Um, it's like it's seven inc- issues. There's like yeah, seven main issues, but there's a couple of tie-ins. It's a it's incredible. It's awesome. So if you remember our Batman episode with the the Batman who laughs, aka the Darkest Night, he was so apparently he was fueled by Crisis Energy, which is was made every time DC had a crisis that rebooted the universe in some way, shape, or form. So Wonder Woman found a way to be to possess the anti-crisis energy, which I guess is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so she became god tier, like like the Batman who laughs and Perpetua, and she allowed all the remaining heroes and villains from their from their Earth to remember. Everything. And by everything, I mean everything. Like, their origins before Crisis on Infinite Earths. Before Final Crisis. Before Flashpoint. Like, everything. They remembered all of it. Yeah, that's that's a lot for one brain to handle. Multiple timelines converting at one point. You might as well just implode. Yeah. Like, and then, I mean, you know, it's superhero comic books. They, they, They won, but what she had to do was she had to confront the beings that made perpetua because perpetua is from she made the multiverse the dc multiverse and she said she's like well i'm not the only one who's done this other beings like me have made other universes hint hint marvel spawn image whatever Hmm. (laughs) and she's like right and she's like but there are beings above me that work in the omniverse which the omniverse is referring to like the scope of everything, like our universe and DC and Marvel and Spawn and whatever. Yeah, like it's, how, a te- it's a technical term for breaking the fourth wall if you're not Deadpool, essentially. Right. So she's like, there are beings above me. They will wipe out this multiverse in an instant. So Diana confront- spoke to them and they decided to take the form of her, like the classic OG superhero, like her OG version, like her first original outfit. They took her form to, come to talk to her and be like, listen, you were like kind of the pinnacle of a superhero. That's what we think. When we think of your universe and what's the pinnacle of your multiverse, what's the pinnacle? It's you. Mm-hmm. So, so they're like, you know what? We're going to spare your multiverse, but not without a cost. And she's like, I'm the cost, aren't I? And they're like, yes. So we don't know where she is. She's gone currently. But now 
what's funny is they even said, okay, like at the end of Death Metal, they're like, all right, well, we have to well, obviously what's going to happen now. There is no more source wall. And it's not just there's a there's a, there's an infinite amount of universes. There's an infinite amount of multiverses now yeah. that are DC related. Jesus. So you know, so there's still an Earth where the next super quote unquote Wonder Woman exists. Superwoman. Yay! Yeah, I know a little bit about Superwoman. She's pretty. She's she's pretty cool in my mind. Yeah. So Superwoman is not anyway related to Superman. No. This is. The wonder, the quote-unquote Wonder Woman, equi- the Wonder Woman equivalent on Earth three, which if you remember from Batman and Superman episodes, that's the same Earth as Owlman and Ultraman. Mm-hmm. So the, this is the universe where the villains are on top, and the and the heroes are, you know, they're not, they can't win. Where it's reverse. It's like crime is better. For, be the villains being on, in charge is better for this universe than if the heroes were. So they reversed everybody. Basically, they made different versions of them. So Superwoman of Earth three, her real name is Lois Lane, and she is an Amazon. Yeah, so cool, yeah. so cool. I mean, just like the Amazons themselves, themselves, I guess I should say, are just like once again, it's it's a basic formula that creates a group of people that are digestible to the viewers, but are also incredibly powerful and therefore allows um, one particular being that being Diana to rise above and sort of bring light to it. So that the concept there, I think is done the best within wonder woman. If you kind of understand where I'm coming from within that, Um, I don't mean to get too far off track, but that's just sort of like, yeah, her base and just like the way that they did everything with the island and the Amazons is just it, it's well written and it's evolved in a cool way. And there are some ways it's evolved a little unnaturally, but for more more often than not, um, it tends to work out and be really interesting to me at the very least. Right. And the fact that, yeah, like you said, Wonder Woman is like pinnacle of good and then they just reversed it on their head. But they didn't make her evil. They just made her bad. Yeah. Just made her a bad guy. And she's, you know, in in this earth, she's the husband. She's husband. Woof. She's the <laughs> wife of Cal Ill, which is Ultraman. Um, but her son is Alexander Luther Jr. Because she had a son with their world's Mazash, Mazaz, Mazas. Mazash. I think that's that sounds. I think good. it's Mazash, which yeah. is their world's Shazam, but backwards, obviously. And it's uh. Uh, it's Luther in their Earth for some reason. I don't know why. So I just find it funny. And she's just like, yes, this is your child. Lol, JK, I had an affair. Suck it, Ultraman. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. She very much gives no fucks. It's, yep. and, once again, it's the it's the inversion of all of the heroes that we know and love. And so, therefore, she doesn't care at all. She's just, she's full-on just bad bitch all the time. And it's great. Mm-hmm. And apparently, and that's that her child could absorb abilities like that, like her, fa- like its father could, and absorb the essence of Darkseid and just became Darkseid. And I'm like, okay, what? Yeah, you know, <laughs> once again, that tried and true formula. Yeah, a like, plus okay. B. <laughs> there we go. A plus A plus B equals X. Like what? <laughs> you know what? It makes sense in the multiverse. That's that's more the space magic. <laughs> so yeah. So, 
space magic, which a lot of DC does play fast and loose with their kind with their multiverse and stuff like that. Marvel kind of has like a system down, mm-hmm. you know, of like branching theory. Like, yes, you can time travel, but you now just created a branching universe. Yeah. And stuff. So DC's just kind of like, as eh, whatever. Yeah, DC leaves a lot more up to the imagination and a, a lot more ambiguity within their multiverse than Marvel, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I love ambiguity, no. just that, like as a person, but it's sort of a key difference when it comes to these multiverses. I don't know if we've mentioned that before, but at the very least, we're mentioning it now, and it's important to keep in mind. Yeah, it's it that yeah, it's good to keep in mind. It's even when you go read a normal DC comic that really has something to do with multiverse, just Remember, they're fast and loose with a lot of their explanation for stuff. Mm-hmm. Hence our Flash episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Or this char- or the next character, Earth Two, which I know we spoke about it with Batman, which was one of the Thomas Waynes. Mm-hmm. They also had Diana. Unfortunately, she died during the war against Darkseid, but she didn't leave the world without a Superwoman. I mean, Wonder Woman. Sorry. Uh-huh. Wonder Woman. The free and slip. <laughs> yeah, they, she did not leave the world without a Wonder Woman. So she, her daughter's name is Donna. Her code name is Fury. Her father is Steppenwolf. Yep. Wow. Her father is a god for a new god from Apocalypse. The only thing which DC doesn't always do this properly, which is sometimes can be a little screwy. There, there. So Apocalypse and New Genesis. Small tangent. There is only one of them mm-hmm. in the multiverse. There is just the one. So, like, Darkseid could go to war with Earth-2 and then go battle Earth-20 for some reason. It's the same Darkseid. But meanwhile, you go, you watch, like, the TV shows or some movies and there's different versions. And it's like, okay, well, that's that. But technically, there's supposed to only be the one. But then, you know, it takes away some of the story sometimes. So, Fury was raised more by her father... Uh, Steppenwolf to be his enforcer and then she, you know, betrayed them and just went, no, nah, I'm going to go join my, my mom's uh, friends. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, and I mean, her codename was still Fury. She didn't take up the name Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, you know, she I mean, became one of the wonders of the world. Yeah, it's kind of sacred at that point to sort of pick up that mantle and stuff like that. So it would make sense that she would go by a different alias, sort of, you know, not quite on the nose as Batman and stuff like that. Right. But she's also in a way kind of it's kind of like a reference to the fury of her father, Mm -hmm. which, you know, and every now and again, it's really to me, it's kind of funny to see like um, to see a villain have a child with a with a hero and then and then be shocked that the child betrayed them. Like, hello. Yeah. Who could have ever seen this coming? <laughs> Literally <could>. everybody. <laughs> There's actually a newer Wonder Woman who isn't even really part of the uh, from Amazon Island actually. Mm-hmm. This is who I'm thinking of. I've seen very little on her, but I'm. If you're talking about Yara Floor, which I'm sure I butchered that name, and I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that sounded pretty good from what I've seen about it, but yeah. Yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah, so she is from Future State, which is very recent. There's only like two issues of just her story. She's in the Future State Justice League comics. Future State is kind of what they're doing 
after Death Metal. It's not taking over. That's actually going to be called um, Infinite Frontier, mm-hmm. which <coughs> it's like it's like calling it, you know, the Rebirth books. It's not going to be the Infinite Frontier books. Or they might just keep calling them Rebirth. I'm not 100% sure. Future State is part of that Infinite Multiverse DC stuff that we were talking about. So, And also, without the Source Wall, that just means a villain from this Earth could find a way to to go to that Earth and then cause havoc there. Because there's oh. no Source Wall blocking everything. Yeah, so it changes. It sort of changes the dynamic. Yeah, which is, so she's actually... She became Wonder Woman because Princess Diana... Um, was, you know, she was um, off doing something. I don't think they really explained what happened. But so, so Yara Flor is the daughter of an unnamed Brazilian river god and a Amazon. But she's from the tribe of Amazons that lived in the Amazon rainforest. Mm-hmm. So Diana kind of protected the world of man. She, you know, but she Yara Flor protects the magical world. So in her first story, she actually went to the underworld to rescue one of her Damascarian sisters. Because, I mean, they're still technically, you know, they're both Amazons. They just hailed from different areas. Yeah. Um, And it was, it's really, I enjoyed the, it was only two issues. I kind of really enjoyed it. Because she also has a, she has a winged horse (laughs) called called Jerry. Oh, that's awesome. I I haven't read these issues, so that's so cool. And he's kind of, and she's like shouting for him, like, Jerry, help me. Like, she's fighting a Hydra. She's like, Jer- Jerry's off eating grass. And then, like, <laughs> last second flies in. She's like, well, you took your time. I'm like, oh, this Jerry has attitude. Jerry is, he sounds like he's the perfect companion. You love a companion with a little bit of spite. That's that's great. <laughs> Gives him yep. a little bit of personality. Yeah, And she has, um, I'm going to butcher this again. I apologize. Golden Boledorus. I had to write this stuff down. Everybody, let me pull the veil, pull the veil off here. <laughs> it's kind of, it's actually more powerful than the lasso of truth because her her bola can actually is more of a weapon of control. She, you know, she could control somebody while they're wrapped up in it to tell the truth or control the way that they think or their actions. Hmm. Interesting. So you not only get the truth from them, but you also just get like a little bit more control, like you said. Yeah. That's cool. For those of you who aren't familiar with what the bolus looks like, it's essentially, it's the lasso of truth, but it has um, two sort of spheres on the end of it that she can swing around. So that's cool. Yeah, so if you've ever seen seen people like, say that again? I said I've seen the art, but I haven't read the issues. I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. That's okay. So like bolus, you know, like you swing it around and you would throw them and then with the two weights on each end, it would keep it spinning and then it would wrap around the legs or the body of your target and then trip them up and then they, you know, fall over. So that's, so it's, that's exactly what the, you've, we've, everybody's seen those in like some shows and movies. You just might not know the name. Chris, do you remember when I mentioned that Wonder Woman was marked by Hecate? Uh, I do remember that. Yes. What do, what do you think would happen if she, if Hecate won? Um, probably a little bit of a perversion of the Wonder Woman character. And the control of Wonder Woman and her morals would probably sway a little bit. How close am I? Oh, very close. Pretty much on the nose. Sweet. An, yeah, so there was an old an old Wonder Woman story called War of the Gods, which was in the 90s. It was like four issues. And obviously, you know, it, she had to fight Cersei. 
Mm. And Hecate, because her, her Cersei also was marked by Hecate, and then eventually she's like, I don't want to, I don't want to work for you anymore. So she went off to do her own thing. But in the War of the Gods, you know, Wonder Woman wins. Obviously, she helps the gods beat Hecate and Cersei. In the Dark Multiverse, there's a world where she lost. Aha! And so and that... Wonder Woman. Yeah. Yeah, and Wonder Woman became. Hecate's host and took oh and she took over the world. She declared war on the gods of Olympus and the superheroes who she viewed as humanity's new gods, technically speaking. Which she's not wasn't hundred percent wrong. It was more like modern day gods. Interesting. That's really cool. I'm like uh, that's that's all it's always cool when you place a caveat on a character like Wonder Woman, um and then bring it into play later when you bring like sort of like a sleeper plot point like that, you know, when you make that canonical and then you allow for further sort of creative device with it later in the narrative or in a completely different universe, that's just, that's really cool and really smart writing to me because that allows you to get so much more out of the character. And there's like different iterations that have been done to like all of these comic book characters that we've talked about, but like, yeah, I, I love that narrative style. That's really cool. So does it, I mean, obviously it shifts her morals, but does it change her powers at all? Does she get, I mean, she's the host of he- Hecate, Hecate, however you want to say it. What what sort of does she yield from that other than, you know, madness and being more of a, a chaotic evil sort of type? So you guess, so they briefly showed off some of her magic in the issue. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she could do a heck of a lot more, but she yeah. didn't. But so she had showed off some geokinesis, energy absorption, power absorption, like literally absorb somebody's powers, made them powerless. Yeah. Blasting somebody with magic, like that's pretty sure that's how she killed Superman. But you know, she was defeated by the Earth's magical users, like Doctor Fate, Zatanna, a bunch of them. So they imprisoned her under Themyscira. But they couldn't, you know, they couldn't take Hecate out of Diana, so they were stuck with that sort of version of Diana. Yep. So she's trapped underneath the mascara. But she obviously, you know, they, you know, they always mention they're like, oh, she could return. It's like, yeah, okay, well, this is the one issue I'm reading about this, so I don't. Maybe she does, but uh, you'll never see it. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I love and that. It, I love the, the the irony of trapping her underneath the mascara too. That's so right. It's just like, yeah, okay, well, now the Amazon's protecting man's world from Hecate, who unfortunately yeah. possesses their, their princess. Mm-hmm. Or wow. queen at the time. I'm not sure if uh, her mother was alive. I don't remember. What a burden, also, for the yeah. Jeez. It, yeah, she's she's forever battling Hecate in her own mind, her for her own soul. That's cool, though. I love that sort of character of her. It's, it's great when you yield more from... I mean, the bad guys always have really, really cool powers, but you throw that on top and then change a character who's consistently, like, um, proving good. It's very, very cool. I love that. I love that version. That's very sweet. You, you might actually like this this next version. Okay. It's another Dark Multiverse version of Wonder Woman. And this is the Dark Multiverse tale of <laughs> Dark Knight's metal. Dark, uh, Dark Metal. Dark metal. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm sorry. And see, Dark we're... metal, death metal. Ugh. Exactly. I was about to say that. It, it's easy to get tripped up because it's it's they're, they're so similar, you know. But at the same time, within the universes, there are different 
iterations of each. There are similarities and events and yeah, and things of that nature. But it, it's easy to get tripped up. So once again, that's why the specificity. Right. So the this is from the Tales of the Dark Multiverse, which most of those stories were just kind of key events in DC history, like Black like Blackest Night or Judas Contract or Crisis on Infinite Earth, something stuff like that. So this is from Dark Multiverse Dark Metal, where at the end when they donned when the Justice League donned Element X, which is supposed to be like basically make a wish metal. I don't know how else to describe it. Literally you just will stuff into existence or will that's how they literally willed they wished and willed the the multi the positive multiverse is stop being pulled in by the dark uh uni, dark multiverse and that's why the source wall cracked. But so in that on this earth they got to that point, they donned the armor, they found it corrupted by Barbados and they all got transformed. Oh, okay. So, like, Batman became, um, basically became Barbados. He became, he literally became Barbados, became a giant dragon. Like, Hal Jordan just became his hand and his ring, but he became something called the Death Construct, which is just a giant monster. That's so cool. Uh, Aquaman became the Tyrant, Tyrant Worm, Devourer of Atlantis. What? Yep. Uh, Superman became Cryptothrax. The true doomsday, mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman became the Hydra, the Hydra Diana, Queen of Snakes and Stone. <laughs> so she became a giant Gorgon. Oh, that's so cool. So that yeah, and that's interesting because there's like I'm just thinking about like the recent um, DC movie that came out when Darkseid sort of transformed all of the. Uh, Justice League members into perverse sort of like robotic versions of that. I believe Wonder Woman is turned into something similar to that. It is sort of Gorgon-esque, if I believe. It's I could a, be wrong. No, I think I know what you're talking about. No, that was Mera became, had like a eel, like a serpent body. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of Mera. Okay, so I can I can see where I got confused. But no, yeah, that's really cool. So she becomes a Gorgon, and sort of from that. Obviously, there's a bit of a ethical shift within. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know, so, being, being a snake person. <laughs> yeah, so she could turn you know anybody to stone with with a, with a gaze, but she but she was part of what's called the dragons of the bat. Okay. Because um, Barbados used to be called the the was called his nickname was Barbados the dragon, even though he didn't look like a dragon. But we're not going to get into that. And they and they turned the earth into what they what was referred to as earth metal instead of like earth prime or earth whatever it's just earth metal, and they fought the first like Duke Thomas the signal who, be, who was referred to as the last monitor because he kept hopping through uh, universes related to that event in the dark multiverse and he's like well I can't you know I can't uh, can't save this so they fought against them. Meanwhile, the, what was remaining of the Justice League was Nightwing, Hawkgirl, Detective Chimp wearing Red Tornado as armor, <laughs> um, and the Flash, who was just a skeleton animated by the Speed Force at that point. Yeah. Which was right. terrifying to look at. <laughs> I believe it sounds awful. And he, um, so I mean, they fought, they fought back, they killed them. 
because that's what they had to do. They had to kill them. And they used Diana's lasso of truth against her, and somehow that turned her to stone as well. Interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't fully huh. know how exactly that worked, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's just sort of the, the ethical switch makes what she does to others sort of become unto herself and type thing. That's possible. That's just sort of like the first thought off in my head like that. But it's funny because Wonder Woman has sort of fought... Um, Oh, crap, what's her name? Medusa. She's fought Medusa in iterations and things like that before. So I like that, once again, we're bringing up a little bit of irony with sort of the godlike heritage and things like that and putting her into a version of, you know, one of her worst enemies, one of her sworn enemies in some timelines and things like that. So that's really cool. Yeah, it, and it was a, it's a really good, like, just single issue of, like, well, what if what if this event went bad? Well, this is what it yeah. would look like. Because they yeah. also did... In the Death Metal event, they had, like, three crisis events in the Dark Multiverse that just kind of were almost on a loop. It was mm-hmm. it, Crisis at Infinite Earths, where the Anti-Monitor won and everything was annihilated by Antimatter, so nothing really existed but him. Final Crisis, where Darkseid was the true Darkseid, not just what the Darkseid that you think of. It's, like, the true Darkseid who can't really be in the universe in a lower universe than than wherever he is in Apocalypse. Then Fourth World, which is where Apocalypse is housed, because he'll just destroy time and space. No, yeah. not not in this Earth. In this Earth, he's fine. Like, okay. And then it was Infinite Crisis, where Superboy Prime uh, won, and he got the Earth that he wanted. That, like, that stuff was, on, it was in a way in a loop. The only ones they did was Dark Knight's Metal event in the... De- in, Tales from the Dark Multiverse and Crisis on Infinite Earths, but I'm pretty sure it was like a different, it's kind of a different uh, version. Mm-hmm. It was like without. It's like all right, well, what ha- what happened after like after the Anti Monitor was defeated or something? Somehow Surtur was involved. I don't know. Wonder Woman was also older. I'm I have to reread that, but that was that that one confused me a, a bit. Yeah, and that's sort of where once again when you get into the Dark Multiverses, it's <clears throat> it's that whole fast and loose thing again. Yep, they just yeah, whatever. They don't care. <laughs> I mean, and you know, in some respects, I don't care either because there's a lot of really good it's, fast and loose timelines with the space magic that I enjoy. Yeah, and then I think there are other versions of Wonder Woman I never mentioned, but I'm gonna speak quickly about them because they're from the future state, which is the newer kind of stuff. So there's an issue called um the Immortal Wonder Woman, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure takes place at the end of time. Yeah, that's a great one. I was going to mention that, too. And there's another... and You know, obviously there's the Wonder Girls, you know, Donna Troy and um, Cassie Sandsmark. Yeah. But there's also, like, uh, Nubia, Artemis. Like, these are just different Amazons who took who took up the mantle of Wonder Woman whenever Diana was incapacitated or couldn't fight. There's even a just uh, a Wonder Woman who's from the Justice League of China. She's I'm pretty sure she's not an Amazon, but hey. That's pretty cool. Oh, why not? That's pretty sick. I yeah. love I I love sort of multicultural iterations of heroes. That's yeah, always they had, so bad. They had well, it was also her name was Wonder Dash Woman. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> Be- well, because in Justice League of China, there's um, super, there's Superman, but it's Super Dash Man, and um, Batman, but you know it's Bat Dash Man. Yeah, they gotta they gotta change that up a little bit just for the timeline's sake. Well, not even timeline, but this is happening in the same universe and same time as like Justice League of America, then all the normal stuff. Mm-hmm. They even had like basically their Aquaman, but it was Dragons and We're going a little off topic here, I just realized that. But <laughs> yeah, we gotta yes. stay with Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, there are many iterations of Wonder Woman. I have I actually want to briefly mention the Wonder Woman from the Amalgam comics. Oh yes. Yes. Usually do that. And I feel and I kinda of feel a little bad if we don't do that. Yeah, no, we definitely should talk about it. So her name is Amazon. And it's Aurora of Themyscira. So it's literally just Storm and 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 Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's a pretty cool I mean, you can if you you know if you know those two characters, you can kind of mesh the aesthetic and it's basically what you think it is. But, you know, it it gives her especially with Storm also <clears throat> having the god at powers and literally being a full on god in some timelines, depending on which you spend or canonical or not. It sort of adds to the character of Wonder Woman um, and sort of brings her a little bit closer to her heritage because throughout most of it, she's a demigod. But it, it's kind of cool. It's an interesting mashup, to say the least. She just gets a little bit more control than her character is used to, which is what makes it kind of interesting. Yeah, but what's funny is that she's not she's adopted Aurora. Yeah. Um, but she's just go- so Amazon is adopted by Hippolyta. And her sister Diana does not become Wonder Woman, but she go, but she teams up with her universe's Punisher, who's Steve Trevor, and mm. she doesn't really have a code name. She's just Diana. I'm like, okay, <laughs> why not? <laughs> so they, so they took, so that's what they did with Batman. Like they had the Batman became Darkclaw, but they had Bruce Wayne, which mm-hmm. was an Agent of Shield. So they separate, they separated the superhero identity and the secret identity. Yeah. Wow, that's which, super cool. Which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's a that's a really good call narratively as well as just canonically. Yeah. So I want to just quickly get into these. Well, yeah, even canonically might be a little silly, but they're like, oh, we need more characters. Separate those identities. Like, okay. Yeah. You know, you do you do what you got to do to get your money's worth out of the characters, you know, which sometimes yields cool results, and sometimes you get. You know, detective chip, things like that. <laughs> detective chip. Hey, listen, don't knock detective chip. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying he's a product. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he's a product. He's a product of the fountain of youth. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna have a detective chip. I don't even know if we can have really have a detective chip episode because they're all just gonna be chimps. Reading recommendations. Again, I'm gonna go backwards from the easier ones to the main person because the main person is just a, like a bunch mm-hmm. so uh, hydra diana tales of tales from the dark multiverse dark knight's metal again i apologize for the mouthful but these are the titles yeah so hecate diana that's just what i refer to her as tales from the dark multiverse wonder woman war of the gods there's one issue yara floor or or some uh, Who's going to actually be the main star of the Wonder Woman CW show, if they ever make that. 
I heard somebody refer to her as Brazilian Wonder Woman, and I'm like, who cares? It's just Wonder Woman. Yeah, so what? Yeah, call her Yara Floor or Yara Wonder Woman. Who cares? Her first appearance is in Death Metal issue 7, but that's just to appear. She's mm-hmm. in Future State Wonder Woman, Future State Super Superman and Wonder Woman, and Super Future State Justice League. Yeah. They're fairly, rec- fairly recent. She's going to hopefully they expand more. Maybe she'll have an interaction with Earth Prime Diana. That'd be pretty cool. That would be pretty sick. Uh, Fury, Earth, read Earth, Earth Two. Mm-hmm. It's just New Fifty Two, Earth Two. Um, that's really it. Yeah, Earth Two Super- itself is is just like a good, just read as it is if you're interested in the version and things like that. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool to be like, all right, well, what happens if we didn't have the Trinity? What would happen afterwards? Yeah, you know, and it's like in a world where the Trinity was pretty much all you needed. Yeah, what happens if we have a different Trinity or a negative Trinity, so to speak? Exactly. So, Superwoman, Lois Lane, Earth Three, Forever Evil, uh, Forever Evil event of New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. She appears in Dark Knight's Death Metal Multiverse's End. Again, long names. I'm sorry. There are different iterations of the Earth Three cast. Um. They don't really have their own solo book. They mostly show up in like Multiversity or Convergence. Like they usually will show up in events or like a crossover kind of event. They don't always have their own thing. Mm-hmm. And then Wonder Woman, OG Diana. Literally anything Wonder Woman, Justice League Dark, uh, yeah. Rebirth Justice League Dark, Doomsday Clock, Just Justice League, Justice League of America. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's where she's going to be. Yeah, and that's sort of where my issue recommendations come into. Once again, I'm not very familiar with Wonder Woman. This has been more of a learning episode than me for anything. But I got a couple issues here. Um, One of them which is the Paradise Found, Volume 2. It's issues 171 to 177, written by Phil Jimenez, and the art also by Phil Jimenez and a few other people who are noted. I won't get too far into it because I want to make sure I get these other issues out. Um, that's a good one because it takes some of the best Wonder Woman stories since the early 90s um, and follows sort of the events of Paradise Island Lost, which is really, really cool. Um, and she's sort of stripped of her title by her mother and sort of like trying. She has a bunch of inner turmoil, but she's still Wonder Woman. So it's a very human version of her. Um, so that's why I recommend it, because I love human stories within comics. If you can humanize a character like Diana to be more relatable that just tells you the power of the issue um the other one is the rise of olympian which is wonder woman volume 3 number 26 to 33 um and so that's another sort of like classic where in my opinion it's kind of it's a must read because they took everything that worked about wonder woman and turned each aspect up to 11 you get like a really really powerful base version of diana And so that's why it's really, really interesting for me, because you can see just exactly what she's capable of. Um, And then my last one, which is a little bit off the beaten path and sort of falls into the death metal series, Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Um, She wakes up from cryogenic sleep to sort of find a destroyed world around her and has to sort of find her sense and get her bearings and figure out what is going on. Because there's so many stories of Batman and Super, like Superman interacting with like dystopian futures and apocalypses and stuff like that. And 
she's in death metal and things of that nature, but this is one where it's solely her. And she wakes up due to sort of like unforeseen consequences and things like that. So that's a really, really great issue too. Um, I'd recommend that one as well. But yeah, that's it for me for recommendations. All right. Well, with that out of the way, that concludes our DC Trinity. Yes, we actually saved the best for last because, listen, it's Wonder Woman. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on. I come on. Wonder Woman. It's like, <laughs> like yeah. how, do you, how do you start off? You can't start off the Trinity with Wonder Woman. No, yeah, but that's the thing. It's, it's uh, the problem is it's the Trinity. She's compared to Batman and Superman. Like that's the thing. It's, you're yeah, comparing well, it to the man who had the largest plot armor. Yeah, Batman. Some of the most characters, most characters, almost all characters within the DC universe and arguably the Marvel universe. And then you got Superman, who is just like a base superhero character and it's just like capable of so many things then you got wonder woman but in a way she's like very interesting and like human um not only because of the gender role that she fills but because of her powers and how just introspective she is and how involved in herself she is where batman covers her base his bases wonder woman covers her strategy and things like that and she's yeah she's incredibly well thought out character and she does not get enough credit and we need to see more better media representations of her you know gail gadot, gail gadot's doing a good job um, <laughs> we gotta screwed it up yeah we i almost screwed, screwed up her name i almost screwed it up i'm sorry i'm sorry gail gadot um <laughs> but yeah no it's it's just written well you need to approach her like a writer and therefore you're gonna have a complete wonder woman and that's why she's interesting because of the longevity in my opinion I agree. Longevity, yeah, because in fact she's the immortal Wonder Woman in some stories. Yeah, exactly, and that's cool because in Immortal Wonder Woman she interacts with like a ghost of Bruce, and it's such a sweet few panels, and it's like such a great humanizing moment that really shows you all the everything that they've been through and how far she's come and sort of what she has to deal with and the mantle she picks up, and it's just, she's an incredible character. She's very, very well thought out. She is really well thought out, and I agree. She does not get enough credit. Let's hope the next guy we do next week gets more, has more credit. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. Yep. <laughs> Give her more credit, dang it.